You are about to listen to Orchid Grove. Orchid Grove is produced by Terraformer Media in association with the TFAU players and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion advised. Hi, I'm David Clone Maresca from the Hollow Nine Network and I play Dale South on Orchid Grove. Welcome to Orchid Grove. Population 1026. A town full of secrets. A town full of questions. And a town where those questions don't want answered. So stop asking. <laughs> Last time on Orchid Grove. Any calls this morning, MB? Just from Jean Pride. Ah, oh, shit. Let me guess. She witnessed more lights in the woods. You got it. Uh, how's the perp? Probably awake now. Yep. Have been since you clowns came in this morning. So, are you going to play nice with the Souths, or do I need to drop you off at the edge of town and send you packing? Oh, I'll play nice, officer. I'll play real, real nice. Hey. Did you get what we needed? Yeah, all went as planned. I know the layout and much of the hit cops is in their pocket. This town will not know what fucking hit it, bro. Cheers for the taker. Just like Dad taught us. Here you go. Cup of coffee to start your day. So, who did you annoy this time, James? It wasn't like that. Sure, sure. It wasn't Dale again, was it? Ah. Dylan! My man. Shouldn't you be somewhere more important right now? Your dad switched me out for the new guy. I guess I'm still not trusted. Hey. You are one of my guys, and my father will just have to get used to the idea that I brought you in. So what do you want me to do? Switch it up with Chris. I need you on that deal, not some new guy I didn't vet. Anyway, he's just muscle, and I have a job for a muscle man today. We had some bum messing around at the club last night, I want to make sure he leaves town today, for good. I need answers but I won't find them sitting here wallowing in self-doubt that somehow I am responsible for what happened in the woods all those years ago. They couldn't be connected. Could it? Could it? <laughs> here come the men in the white coats, Kara. Ready to take you away, haha. Ready to take you away, <laughs> oh, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. Hi, Kara. Mr. Monroe, what are you doing here? This comes straight from Mr. South. Do you know who he fucking is? A dead man walking. Kinda like you. Hey, hey, I'm just the messenger. I'm just the messenger. I'm just the fucking messenger. Hey, hey! Well, kids, here's a message to take back to your Mr. South. Ah! 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 
This is our turf. We are the Campbells. And your time is up. I can't believe Art. I mean, why would he want to fight me? All I said was his mom wasn't my idea of what sexy is. She ain't no Beyonce, dude. She ain't bringing sexy back unless sexy looked different in the Jurassic period. I don't want to think anybody finds his mom sexy. Why is he thinking his mom and the concept of sexy in the same sentence? That's some sick backwards logic and thought process right there. I knew Orchard Grove was small town USA. But I didn't think it was my mother's, my sister territory. Dude, he wants to fight you because you talk too much. Talk too much? Talk too much. Me! No, you're so reserved. Emerald Brody, son of a bitch. <coughs> hey, Caleb, fall much? Very funny, dude. Just wait till I get back up there and kick your ass. You news army, numb nuts. Guys. <coughs> I don't need an army for a douchebag like you. Guys! What? what? I told you never to call me that. Caleb, who's that behind you? Very funny, chomp. Like I'm going to look. No, dude. Turn around. No joke on my grands. What the fuck? Tell me again, Father, what happened to my dad? I mean, I've been drawing a blank with everyone I've been talking to. You must know. Well, I'm not 100% sure myself, would you believe that? I heard his body was discovered by Mr. Carl Thompson. Strange. Because... James Monroe told me he was discovered by Dr. Joe. Um, well, uh, well, I, I must have heard wrong. You know how this town is with its Chinese whispers. Or, or is, that, is that now too racist to say? Don't change the subject, Father. Please. What did you hear from these whispering Asians? Hmm? Well, oh my God, is that the time? I, I really should be getting on my rounds. A, a, a good Christian must always tend to his, his entire flock and and all that. Your flock can wait their quick steps. No. Spill it. And not the tea this time. Quite. Quite. The doctor is in. 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 Well, Orchid Grove, the doctor is in, and this week I'm joined by a special guest in the form of a visitor to our small town, Marsha Michaels, MD and best-selling author. What brings you to Orchid Grove out of tourist season, other than to present me with this lovely signed copy of your novel, Hidden Passions, Naked Death, I mean? Well, thank you for your warm welcome and for having me on your quaint show. I've dropped into town to research for an upcoming book I'm writing. Oh, 
Is this for the long-awaited fifth installment of your Endeavor Bliss detective series? No, not at all. That series is long dead and not coming back. No, this book is nonfiction, where I, along with my partner, the former New York City police detective Albert Terrell, are investigating a string of disappearances all over the continental U.S. Okay, so I'm confused. How is that medical-related? It is, and it isn't. We talk with men and women who were found decades after the fact, and talk to them about their ordeals and how it affected their mental health and their everyday lives. Um... Obviously, your town has a pretty prominent case, which has had local authorities baffled for 10 years. Well, that is all we have gotten time for. Thanks for... We still have 20 minutes. We will be right back with the call-in segment. What the hell kind of setup is... Get the fuck out of my studio. How dare you? Do you know how famous I am? Do I look like I give a shit? Fuck off and take your Fifty Shades of Grey wannabe book with you. Reading this fluff, it's evident you haven't had an orgasm in decades. My God. That sounds like what you peddle to your husband every Saturday. Look, honey, this town took a long time to get over what happened in Dyer's Wood. We don't need no sexless Dr. Phil coming in here drudging all that shit back up. What happened yesterday? I needed Dill on the cartel deal, so I switched. So you switched my plans because there has been a shift in power around here? Are you gunning for the throne, Junior? No, don't be so dramatic, Pops. I was just- <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Did I ruin your concentration? Continue telling me how you know better than I do how to run things around here. It's on me. <sighs> Shut up, Dill. I'm sorry, Father. I was just trying to- <laughs> You see, Dale? That is your biggest problem. You try instead of actually achieving. If you could achieve something, you could actually be running things around here. And I could be sitting on a beach, getting head from two senoritas right about now. Don't fuck things up again because you damn well know I have a three-strike policy. And even my son is not exempt from it. Yes, father. Who is it? It's Fleet. Answer it. This better be good news. Uh, your friend that paid my station a visit yesterday? He's dead. If you are responsible f Use your head, cowboy. He came looking for answers, and my guess is he found them, and my boy discovered the body. Now, I turn a blind eye to a lot of shit in this town, but when corpses turn up and my kid sees them... That is not fucking on. Do you hear me, King? Well... Did you get through to the State Boys, Chief? Nope. Probably out on a donuts run. Clyde! Yes, sir. Uh, don't give up your day job, because comedy isn't your forte. Now tell me why that fat fuck is still taking pictures over there. 
Ah, shit. Thompson. Thompson, put the damn camera away. Deputy, I am well within my rights as a credited member of the press to be here. As much as our president might not like my freedom to do so, you nor he can do much about that until we cease to be a democracy. Well, goddamn Carl showed some backbone. Good for you. Now, kindly fuck off. We officers of the law have a crime scene to lock down. And we wouldn't want your fingerprints winding up on something making you a suspect. Now, would we? Threatening by turning me into the next Stephen Avery won't stop me printing the truth, Chief. Nah, I wouldn't expect it to. Or at least your warped version of the truth. Now, tell me, Carl. Are you on or off your meds at this juncture in time? That is a very private matter, and none of your business, Chief. Oh, it could be if you went all cuckoo's nest on this kid here. And it would make a whole heap of sense as to why you keep finding bodies around town. So, don't leave town, Carl. I don't plan on it. Chief, look at this. <sighs> what have you got, Special Agent? Look, there's a receipt from Cornerstones, timestamp 9.33 p.m. Doesn't Cornerstones have a security cam? Sure does, Clyde. It sure does. It's gonna come. And that was Get Ready by Shapes on Tape. The doctor is in. 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 We are back. And as always, the doctor is in. What is your problem, folks? Now, you boys let me know if you need anything. Will do, Mom. Stop worrying. Boy. It's my job to worry about you. Especially on a day like this when you find a, b a body on your way to school. Mom! You shush now. You're not too old for a big squeeze. Not in front of the boys. <laughs> oh, Mom. Not in front of the boys. You're so gay, dude. How is it gay to get hugged by your mom? Haven't I taught you anything? No. You have to hey kids, heard you had a big adventure today. Not really. Wouldn't call it an adventure, more a ordeal or a scarring moment. Shut up, chum. Well, why don't you tell old Uncle Jack all about it? And maybe that will help you move past this ordeal. So you can talk about it on your lame show tonight. <laughs> you work after school with Lartard, right? Mr. Sung, yeah. So tell me this. He tried to play hide the salami with you, yet. Yeah? What the hell are you talking about? You know, the pet snake. Rogue the bald rabbit, too. <laughs> Shaft the miner. What I'm saying, kid, is this. You know he is a pedophile, right? That's why he was in prison all those years back. Uh, that's not true. He was in for assaulting some guy. That's what he has told you. <laughs> the guy he hit was the kid's father. So watch your buns, kid. Is that true? No. You sure? No. Hey, fucker. 
How you doing? <laughs> Larry Stone, I can't believe your blatant disregard for your loyal customer's opinion. Elaine. That's Mrs. Jessup to you, and don't you go forget- Miss Jessup, if Riverside Retail has Ravox cheaper by that much, they must be selling expiry pending produce. I can assure you that the current recommended retail price of Ravox line is $2.99, and as you can clearly see, I'm selling it for $2.49, which is a significant savings. Riverside Retail have it for $1.99, not on special offer. Not on expiry pending, just their everyday, God-given day price. Well, if that's the case, then maybe you should just purchase it there when you are. Now you wait a God-delivered second, Mr. Stone. You state... On the side of this very building, you will not be beaten on price, and you poorly mannered men are being beaten and beaten like you stole from Dale South. So what are you going to do about it? Nothing. You haven't heard the last of this, Mr. Stone. Penny-pinching fuck. Oh, lordy lord. If you've come about the Ravox prices at Riverside Retail, I... No. I have come to ask who was in your store at 9.33 p.m. exactly last night. How can I help you, gentlemen? Oh, I think Mr. Fleet will be required for this visit. I'm sure I can assist you in anything you may- I doubt you could assist yourself in tying your shoelaces. I... I asked Mr. Self to come down for a quiet chat. Clyde, I need you to head on over to Scary Jean's house. She won't stop calling and it's doing my head in. Chief! Hey, go on now and do as I say. Okay, I'm gonna need you to take your coffee break now, Mary Beth. I already had my break. Well, today is your lucky day. You get to have another. Good job. I love coffee. What the hell are you two doing here? No need to hover over that gun in your holster, Chief. We don't mean you any physical harm. Oh, that's comforting words coming from the Devil Boy of Orchid Grove. Motherfucker! That is enough out of the pair of you. Sit down. I said sit the fuck down. Now that's better. I heard about your son finding the body, and I am truly sorry. No child should have to go through witnessing something like that. Where is he now? Safe. Over at Dot's diner. Yes, Dot. No man, woman, or child would ever get on the wrong side of that woman. Speaking from experience there, Tom? Hey! No, that's quite alright, Dale. Temper's afraid right now, so I will let that kind of outburst go. But let's not fool ourselves, Mr. Fleet. You are a pawn in my Orchid Grove chess game. You do what I say, when I say. Is that so? Yes, it is. Unless you want the content of the little file I have on you to come out. Maybe I deserve that to happen. I was responsible and a man died because of my actions, but I can take you the fuck down with me with all the shit I have on you. You see, talk like this leads to bad situations. 
It leads to my son losing his temper. And it leads to your son not finding corpses, but being one. Motherfucker! Now see what happens when you raise your voice? My son raises his gun, and what happens next is your call. But, believe me, you will only live long enough to see your deputy, your receptionist, your wife, and your son die. Okay, okay. What do you need me to do? Find out everything you can on these Scottish bastards that killed my man. And then... <sighs> then what? Look the other way. So you are telling me you don't know what happened to my dad? I find that strange, Father. With you being the religious center of our community here? Please, how stupid do you think I am? Michelle, the truth is... I am not 100% trusted by the community at large yet. My hope is, maybe in time, that will come to pass. Give it another decade and that'll still be the same, Father. Orchid Grove has one rule, and one rule only. Don't trust outsiders, and don't talk to outsiders. Well, that's two rules. My bad. Come on, old man. Tell me. What I have heard, through Dot and others, is your father had cut himself off from most people in the town. What you could imagine created a little tension. He had a few acquaintances, but no real friends. Other, other than Carl Thompson, that is. I don't... Get that. He he thought Carl was a cook ten years ago. What changed? I wish I knew. All I do know is that they were researching something to do with the town. What makes you so sure of that? Well, because when I first came to the house after... After y your father had passed, I found a piece of paper on it with Carl's handwriting. And it, how do you know what his handwriting looks like? Well, it's a very long and heart-wrenching story, but when we first moved to the area, Carl was going to write a crushing story on my wife and I, and thankfully we managed to talk some sense into him. But prior to that, I'd received multiple handwritten letters of him going over how he wanted me to do an interview, and with the tone of these letters, Let's just say I will never be able to wipe the image of them from my memory. What was the letter about? That is between my wife, myself, and God, Kara. No. The letter to my dad? Oh, sorry, yes. Uh, it was about Dyerswood and some missing persons case from... From ten years ago. I know it. I know it. He, he couldn't leave it alone. Couldn't leave it alone. Uh, more like 20 years ago. Um, Kara. Kara. He was looking for someone named Ben Gorshin. Who the fuck is Ben Gorshin? What the fuck are you talking about? Who do you think was the guy that croaked? He was one of the guys from the thistle. I've seen him around when I've been with my dad. It was like a bouncer or something for Mr. South. Must have been a mob hit then. Shut the hell up, Chomp. There's a mob in Orchid Grove. 
This isn't the Sopranos, dude. Caleb, wake up and smell the cannoli. The South's run this town with an iron fist, and not like the pussy iron fist on Netflix. My dad wouldn't allow that to happen, so shut up. Yeah, shut up, dude, with your wild stories. Look, I may be the new kid in town and all, but guys, I grew up in the city, where you learn to notice this shit or you're dead. Dude, you were from Denver. They legalized pot there. Nobody is killing anybody when they are baked. Well, howdy there, pale worms. These invid cunts not seen cultured individuals before. Fucking doubt it. What can I get you? It's a chilli edible doll. Yes, it is. And don't call me doll. Just because I have a Scottish accent and all, doesn't mean I will stand for that 1970s-60s bullshit in my diner, sonny. Sorry, old habits and all. And for you two? Same. And a slab of that cake over there. Coffee. Black. Coming up. We'll be over on that back booth, doll. Uh, I mean, miss. Miss? Well, I presume no one's buying enough. I would. I was tanked enough. Oh, you'd fuck a wheelie bin if you were tanked enough. Shut up, you. Enough, the pair of you. We're out in the fucking town. Let's relax and chill. No worries. I'm plenty chillaxed. Fuck's sake. What new? Nothing. Forget it. What the fuck is with this place in grand entrances? Is that? Yep. That's him. Uh, we'll take a round of coffees over at that back booth with my new friends. You want me to do them right here? Nah. Play it calm. Let's see what this cunt wants. Well, I do believe we haven't yet been introduced. And yet you call us friends. Well, that goes without saying, as no one around here wants to be anything but my friend. Isn't that right, Dill? Yep. <laughs> That's a good job I ain't from around here, then. Or I'd have some right inbred cunts as friends. Tell your pet here to step off before I have to put him over my knee and give him a good spanking. And maybe I'd be the one spanking you. <laughs> it's cute that you think that. So is this the big moment where you threaten us and tell us to leave town? <laughs> no, no, we're way beyond that. No, this is where I make niceties in public with you, so when your bodies are found in the woods, I won't be suspect number one. Oh, but we go outside right now, you wee bum, and we'll see if you ask him back at that myth of yours. <laughs> that, that I would love to do, but no, you see, we do things differently here in Orchid Grove. We have a thing called intelligence and patience. I wouldn't think a bunch of wannabe English... Look, fuckface, we're Scottish, and where we're from, being called English... It's like being called the N-word. So tread carefully, or I'll drag you outside and stomp your fucking head in like I did your boyfriend. Well, we wouldn't want that now, would we? I don't know. Sounds funny to me. Well, I will leave you to it, folks, but before I make my leave, know this. Unlike in your neck of the woods, we all have ample amounts of firearms at our disposal, and I think even a dirty scumbag like yourself knows the old adage, never bring a knife to a gunfight. You still want these coffees? They're for my fine friends here from the good old Mother England. God save the Queen, am I right, fellas? Why, you old... Put your tavish <laughs> Yeah. Hold your wish-tavish. Toodles for now. Gene, 
It's Clyde from the station. Chief Fleet sent me. Are you home? Crazy old bag got me driving out here for nothing and... What the fuck? The lights. The lights. Oh my god. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Episode 3 of Orchid Grove starred Tanya Milosevic as Kara Shaw, Dave Maresca as Dale South, Ken Lloyd as Uncle Jack, Janra Roberts as Chief Fleet, Stephanie McDonald as Dot Williams, Blaine Kerr as James Monroe, Arisa Fuentes as Caleb Williams, Latani Shah as Samuel Fleet, Ethan Waldrop as Chomp Haskins, Lynn Brunette as Dr. Joe. Elise Crowick as Mary Beth, Eric Barch as Clyde, Michael Souza as Dylan Trebek, Ashley Saunders as Elaine Jessup, Steve Hanish as Father Jessup, James Lundy as Tavish Campbell, Lorna Kennedy as Connie Campbell, Dominic Scalpini as Little Ned, Cole Johnson as Marco King, James McDonald as Larry Stone, Chris Brayton as Carol Thompson, Drew Carson as Connor Campbell, Cindy Clifford as Marsha Michaels, and Suze Seaton as Crazy Jean. The song Get Ready was provided by Shapes on Tape. You can find links to their music and merchandise by visiting www.terrafarmer.net. That is www.terrorfirma.net or by visiting their own website at www.shapesontape.com.